Buenas noches. Buenas noches. How's it going? Oh, it's it's going well. How are you, Jake? Good. We're we're back from our Utah AF hiatus. Sabbatical from our, our annual, sabbatical. Yeah, our annual summer sabbatical. This was a long sabbatical. Yeah, we have lives. That's true. We do have lives. I have a work-life balance, and I don't like to work that much. <laughs> I don't either, but I work a lot these days. Sometimes work-life balance feels like you're on a teeter-totter with someone who's way fatter than you. <laughs> oh, Come on, I'm sick of being up in the sky. The fat kid has been weighing me down a lot lately. Oh. Yeah. But well, it's okay. Speaking of fat kids, we were gonna we're gonna catch up with with Utah and see how Utah's been doing the last few months. Okay, Utah, how you doing? It's been a minute. Utah? Oh, Utah can't speak because Utah is a state. Uh-huh. I- but if Utah could speak, he would probably say something like whale. Well, I'm doing pretty good. Good. It's been a dang, it's been a, a dang fetching summer here, but I'm been doing pretty summer. good. Been a oh hot my heck, summer. how are you doing? Been a dry summer. Oh, what has happened in Utah? Well, I really want to talk. My favorite topic, which we've discussed multiple times, and my opinion has been clear, has been the the new Utah state flag issue. So if you're new to the show. Favorite topic. (laughs) It's probably my favorite topic, and I'm the only person in Utah that can say that. But I'm very strongly opinioned about the Utah state flag. So if you're new to um, paying attention to the world around you, what's happened is Utah passed legislation to create a new state flag. And we are currently in the last days we are in the latter days of selecting what that design will be. So at first they decided to change the flag and then they selected input. They had everyone send in their uh, ideas, which I sent in several. And then they took the, they took those ideas and made professional flag designs out of it. And now they final, they've cut those down to 20 and we're voting on the finalists. I don't know if the vote if it is like pending or what's the word I'm looking for? Does the, is the vote actually count or are they just doing it for fun? I don't know. This is your lane, Jake. I don't give a shit. Well then, then let me do my monologue then my flag monologue. (laughs) Cause I'm going to address all of the. I will say, let me just briefly jump into this. I brought this topic up with a guy that I am talking to. We've gone out a few times. Nice guy. We're still talking. But I brought up the state flag. And because we were talking. Okay. This is a backstory. A little bit. And it ties back into one of Jake's topics about what he hates about Utah. (laughs) It's the beehive. 
And he's like, that's a stupid thing to have on a flag because bees are not indigenous to Utah, which is true. But anyway, he this guy has tattoos and he's like, I need to make my tattoo more Utah-esque. And I'm like, are you going to get a beehive? Because <laughs> I just want to just feel him out on this. And George... If you're listening, because he is a listener. I was going to say, that's, pro- that's not his real name, but it probably is. Um, we'll just call him Jarge. Jorge. <laughs> Listen, Jake, Jorge, you know not guy. his real name. You actually do know this guy um, yeah. in a roundabout way. But um, anyway... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like, he said, well, yes, but in that it's on a highway sign. And I was like, okay, go on. And he's like, he loves Snowbird. So he's like, I am getting it like just the, the, the Snowbird uh, logo. No, it's uh, the it's like the state highway the, sign. Yeah, the highway to um up Little Cottonwood Canyon. Oh, so he is getting a beehive. Yeah, but I well, was like, okay, well that's different. And then that's I a beehive. That's straight up Utah, right there. Yeah. So, but actually, a honeycomb tattoo would be kind of cool. What if he had like a full? sleeve your whole arm and it's just nothing but honeycomb i think that would actually be cool that and could I'm be sure cool i'm sure it hasn't been done but anyway speaking of beehives so yeah there have been 20 finalists and nine of them have beehives on them so oh well, that's good i want to there's that's a lot of beehives i to put it in perspective so, do you know what Oregon State nickname is? Tell me. You can probably guess it. Is it the Beaver State? Yes. Oregon is the Beaver State. So, can you imagine if Oregon commissioned a new flag and three-fourths of all of the flag designs that people submitted were of stupid beavers? I'm glad they narrowed it down to less, well, it's about half. Half of them are beehives. People. Your state flag does not need to have the state nickname on it. I know we're the beehive state. We don't need a beehive on our flag. Although now that I've mentioned the honeycomb tattoo, I think a honeycomb flag would be pretty cool. What if our flag was just nothing but honeycomb? Because bees and honey are indigenous to Utah. I think we went over this, Jake. Well, we can explain the history of why Utah's the beehive state. I have a... I have a couple issues with with the beehive, but I I would like a flag that is inclusive of everyone and also honors our oldest cultures and civilizations. So my flag that I submitted, I, I did a few and they were all copies or facsimiles, I guess, of uh, petroglyphs. 
yeah. that were found in Utah. So one was a, a sun petroglyph. One was a shield petroglyph, which I thought had good symbolism. And needless to say, there are no finalists that have any symbolism, except they, a lot of them have stars and they are, I think they're eight pointed stars, something like that, which are supposed to represent the eight major tribes of Utah. So I thought that's cool. That's I like cool. the star. Let's include the star at least. But I don't like I don't like these designs with a beehive and then a little teeny baby star underneath the beehive. It looks like a beehive is pooping a star and I don't want a flag that invokes pooping imagery. Poopagery. I don't. I don't I don't want a beehive to poop out a star. So looking i'm looking at them right now and we'll link to we'll link in the show notes where you can go to vote for them and i'm going to tell you which ones to vote for because there are two maybe three that i like above the rest and i think my favorite one is there's a star with a like a pyramid behind it and the the points of the triangle meet up in the middle of the star and i think it's kind of abstract and it's cool and it's the only one of these where the where the star is prominent and not the beehive or something else. So there's one with delicate arch and a little star next to delicate arch. And yeah, delicate arch is cool. We don't need our flag to be delicate arch either. Um, the other yeah, one I yeah. like. I kind of like the idea of doing like kind of our national parks though. Well, yeah, I think, but I think Delicate Arch, we've done that to death. It's been on our license plate forever. It's been on the Jazz logo. It's like, it's cool, but it's not the only cool thing we have. And what if it falls down? Then we have to change our flag. <laughs> it's what New, New Hampshire did. You know, New Hampshire had their state quarter come out and it's the old man on the mountain. It's an old feature where they had a rock face that looked like a, like a, a rock cliff that looked like a face. And then as soon as the quarter came out, the rock fell down and doesn't look like a face anymore. So take that, New Hampshire. We don't want to be like you. Our New Hampshire, eat a dick, New Hampshire. Or what? or some chowda, chowdick. That's more Boston. That's more. You no, know, it's the same. It's all the same place. <laughs> so I like I like the star, and I like there's one with a circle that has a star in it, and that one's kind of plain, but it's growing on me. That's why I like those two. And then there's one with a seagull lily. And at first I'm like, oh, we don't need us. Yeah, it's our state flower, but we don't need a seagull lily ilt either. But I actually think the design is pretty cool. I kind of like, I, I need to look these up a little bit better. But I just told you what you need to, I just told you what your opinion needs to be. So star, circle star, seagull lily. And we'll tear the beehive down from the tree and smash it. Okay. Not in real life, though, because we need bees to pollinate and do bee things. Yeah. Don't kill bees. Now no. that we're well into fall. So, yeah, vote for the state flag. I think we have, I don't know, a few days. Something like that. I don't know. Vote for it now. 
And then hopefully the non-binding vote will have some sort of effect. I'm really just hoping that the ultimate decision is not one of those 20, that they sort of incorporate the best parts of everything. And like, I think that a lot of these flags have the, have a, have the crossroads behind them. They're all, the crossroads are all buying beehives, of course, but three of them have cross crossroads on them. When Utah is the crossroads of the West, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe we can do a crossroads design, but let's do a petroglyph in the center of the crossroads. Not yeah. a, Nobody, Not a pooping beehive. Nobody really thinks about the petroglyphs, but you. I know, but I took I took my inspiration for the petroglyphs from New Mexico's flag. Everyone loves New Mexico's flag. New Mexico has an awesome flag, and it's a petroglyph. Okay. Okay, have we beat down the flag drum enough? Yes. If we move on to another rant. <laughs> Can we talk about sports? Oh, of course. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about sports. Sports, sports, sports. All I care about is sports. I do care about sports. Sport away, Jillian. Thank you, Jacob. I. I'm a big fan of sports, as many of you may remember or be aware, or maybe not. Utah, so far, is having a good season in football. That's all I really wanted to say. <laughs> well, I'm still glad I emotionally divested myself from the football team, because otherwise their opening game would have wrecked me in years past. And this year, I was like, meh. That sucked. Whatever, Jake. Move on. You know you didn't divest. I did, actually. I'm investing a little bit more as the season goes on. Plus, I actually went to a game this year, which I never did. You did? What game? Yeah, I went to the San Diego State game. And it was a beatdown. It was. And I sat in seats that didn't exist last time I went to a Utes game. When did you? New, last new seats. Well, I sat in the new... They, that was only a couple of years ago where they enclosed the south end zone. Remember, there used to be those big, huge gaps. Yeah. And they put seats there, and that's where our seats were. So, yeah, I'm getting a little more invested, but I also, I also uh, reminded myself that it's emotionally unhealthy to be too invested in what a bunch of 20-year-old kids do. See, I think it's more fun because these kids play so hard, but I also worry about them. Well, it should be fun. Of course it should be fun. But it shouldn't ruin your day if they lose either. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of people just take it a lot more. But I feel the same way about NFL. Like you shouldn't get so pissed off. And your team loses. But. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be clear. I love the Utes. Love, 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 love the Utes. But I'm trying to build an emotional barrier that I feel is healthy so that I can enjoy my life as well. Because when I look back on my life, there's a lot of memories I have that happened 
over a weekend when the Utes were playing and I tried to listen to them on the radio or maybe I missed the game all together. And I found myself, if you're planning your schedule around Utes games and you're missing out on things. I don't and know. I grew up around it. And like, if you've listened to the show, you'll know that I did not miss one home or away game in person from 1991 to 1999. And I, I mean, well, maybe I missed three. And that's when my mom was really, really sick. But, um, yeah, we planned our lives around it. But I think, I don't know. That was a, it was a different time, though, too. I don't know. It was fun. Yeah. It, it's fun. I'm, I'm saying it's fun, but on a trivial level now. I'm no longer pulling up their recruiting rankings to see where they're at. Like, that's how it was before. What? Like, that's dumb. I realize now that's dumb. You're Just dumb. watch the games. If if you're around, watch the games. If you have something better going on, don't watch the games. No. Enjoy it if they win. Move on if they lose. There you go. I, I think that's fair. I think, I think you're right, actually. And speaking of losing, we should talk about the Jazz. <laughs> that's going to be a shit show coming up. I... <laughs> I've never been a jazz fan, so I don't really care. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll just give you a brief synopsis. So as, as a couple years ago, they were the best team in the league. Had all, all this promise. Their best players were both under 30. And then they completely flamed out in the playoffs in very embarrassing fashion. And then last year, they played like they hated each other. And so they're trading everyone away and they're going to be garbage now on purpose. If in the NBA, if you're garbage, if you're the a really bad team, you, that you get higher draft picks. So they want high draft picks so they can select a star. So they've gotten rid of all of their, most of their players and brought in people that we don't know. And on top of that, they've changed their uniforms to this hideous, ugly, Basically, it says Utah, and the Utah goes from like their neck down to their navel. Just these giant letters, Utah, and it looks like it's in highlighter yellow, and they're hideous and ugly, and that coincides with the team being bad. So, speaking of divesting from a team, we'll see if I watch any jazz games this year. It's you kind will. of depressing. You will because I know you. Yeah, if I've got nothing else to do, I'll I'll watch the game, see how bad they are. Jake, honey, I know you. Yeah, I love basketball, so I'll watch the games, but they're going to lose. i got to expect them to lose. And another Utah, I think the only other prominent Utah story is Utah. Tony Finau won a couple things. And that makes me happy because I, this, this, I know makes me a weirdo. I love watching golf. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me, and then he just slow blinks. Golf is the most, well, maybe it's NASCAR. Awesome. NASCAR and golf are the two worst things to watch. I don't, okay, uh, hey, I'm just not, I need to not comment on NASCAR, because I think it's kind of fun to watch. But 
I didn't used to think that. Uh, uh, hey, do you know watching, how hard it would be to continue to drive uh, in the uh, uh, If you're watching on TV, which none of you are because we're not going to post the video. No, we're really not because I'm I look doing my that. imitation of NASCAR and it's just a circle. Uh, 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 uh. Who do you root for? That's the thing. It's so weird in NASCAR how people are like, I love number 12. Junior! Junior! It's like, who do you root for? They're just names. They're people and they drive cars. How do you, how do you pick who you want to win? You don't have an answer for that, do you? No. You just pick whoever is the best so that you can win, like what Yankees fans and Lakers fans do. I like the Yankees because they won the most. Don't you judge me for being a Yankee too. fan, Jake. Since when were you a Yankee fan? Since I was a little tiny kid. Because they were the first team you heard of? No, because that's what I was raised as, because I have a Mickey Mantle baseball. Oh, so you have to do whatever you're raised as? Yes. Fuck okay. you, Jake. All right. <laughs> no. Get your I'm whole life picked Padres. out for you. I also have, I am a Padres fan, too. Padres are good. You can, you, I'll accept Jake Your says Padres I could be a Padres fan, so I guess I'll be a Padres fan now. But I disapprove of your Yankees fandom. That would be like, rooting for the Yankees would be like someone in a random country watching the Olympics and being like, I hope USA wins all the medals. You know what? You're right. <laughs> you got someone in some random country like like Bangladesh and they're like oh oh USA is playing Turkey I really want USA actually there could be geopolitical implications there they might actually root for the US no I think Bangladesh and Turkey would be friends <laughs> I just went way <laughs> off the rails with this analogy really did. people out there you fam af if you if you have any intimate knowledge of the uh geopolitical relationships between bangladesh and turkey please let me know because i cannot go on until i know whether they are allies or foes or frenemies or they know each other, but they don't hang out. Kind of, kind of thing. I don't know. I have a friend from Bangladesh. I should ask him. Should you? <laughs> Probably. I'm gonna veto. Hey, that. I haven't yeah. spoken to you in six years. Um, what does Bangladesh feel about Turkey? Would you root for Turkey or USA in a women's <laughs> softball match? Do, yeah, get on that, Jake. Let me know how it turns out. I will, and I will will devote a future episode to it. Okay, yeah, I'm sure that would be... Actually, it probably would be a good episode. So, okay. what else? Uh this isn't really a Utah news thing, but I want to rant on something that kind oh, of bugs me. Okay. We'll avoid COVID, I guess. Because the best thing, yeah, when COVID, that's gone. It's still here. The best thing that people love to hear is when we complain about stuff. Yeah. 
Now, maybe you might agree with this. Where we're in. You, you and everyone listening. Because I recently got an email from a local chamber of commerce. And by local, I mean local to Utah. And it was a, it was a group, it was a mass email. They're soliciting invitations to nominate someone for their 30 in their 30s edition. So they're going to pick 30 people who are in their 30s who've done wonderful business things and spotlight them in a magazine. Good for I, them. No. I hate when they do this based on people's age. It yeah. bugs me. It's a thing in the business, like 20 people in their 20s and 30 people in their 30s. And I don't care how old people are. That doesn't make your accomplishments better or worse. It's just... It kind of bugs me because I feel like we glorify youth too much already, which is the thing it is like, oh, these people accomplish something in their 30s. That's remarkable because normally it takes like people. Those of us that are middle aged. Well, those of us in our 40s, we don't get anything. It's like, no, if you accomplish something, that's expected. We don't care. You're an old person that's had all this time to do it. It's oh, fair. but if you did it when you were 39 years old in 360 days. Let's put you in a magazine because that made your accomplishment way better. I don't like glorifying youth. And I think it's because I'm over the threshold of. It's because you're surly. I'm getting towards <laughs> old age, but I'm like, I don't want to live in a world where I become trash when I become older. I want to live in a world where people are like, wow, you've made it to 80 years old. That's so cool. Tell me everything you know. Not. Ew, Gen Xer. That's what they're going to say at some point. The young people are like, they do, okay, boomer. You know, we're going to be the boomers. You know, you know, I, I've lived a long time. I, I have some perspective on this issue you're facing. And they're going to go, shut up, Gen Xer, you stupid idiot. You ruined your life for me. I don't want that kind of world. So I'm making a point now. I don't want to glorify being young. I don't think what teenagers like is cool. So uh, that's another thing that drives me crazy when people like are always trying to be cool with their teenage kids and like what their teenage kids like. Oh, who's the cool, who's the cool new artist now? Mm -hmm. And it's like K-pop or something. And you're like, you don't like K-pop. Do you like K-pop, Jake? No. I liked it when I lived in Korea, but that's that was way before it became a thing. You're, and I don't like it anymore because you're the forty-five-year-old hipster. Because teenagers, teenage girls like it, and I don't. I'm not a teenage girl. You don't so like don't BTS? Like What's wrong with you, Jake? Nope. I like the K-pop that I heard when I lived in Korea, and I makes me reminisce about that time there. <laughs> that's a perfectly valid reason to like them and you know what else i'm going to continue this rant here's what i would like to see in in place of a 30 in their 30s thing how about how about you have an addition of people who accomplished something despite real hardships or coming from a place where it was actually remarkable that they accomplished something. Like I would be way more impressed by a 50 year old who obtained some sort of success, even after growing up in poverty. And yeah, they're 50 years old and they have the advantage of age, but they 
they grew up in a place where success was not expected and whatever they've accomplished was not something that was in the cards when they were in their thirties or someone who, who made a change later in life, someone who changed careers in their forties and now they're 60 years old and they're doing something new. They started a new job when they're 58. Maybe it's not even a remarkable job, but it's a new job. It's something they didn't do before. And they, they went back to college in their fifties and got a degree and went into something else in their fifties. Like put them in a magazine. That would be really cool. Or, or, this is something I might actually do. This last idea is something I might think of a way. I, I need a platform, but I might do it. But I think there's a lot of a lot of things that we take for granted in our society. So I was thinking about it. I was thinking about my garbage pickup in in the in the different places I've lived. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember. I can barely remember the last time my garbage was not picked up on the day it was supposed to be picked up. And that was because of a freak snowstorm, a hundred year snowstorm in St. George that never happens. And that was, that was like eight years ago. So in all that time, it's not always, the pickup's not always the same time. It's not always perfect, but in Salt Lake, St. George, and even my place in Helper, I cannot think of one time the garbage did not come on on garbage pickup day. So that's remarkable to me. And that's something no one cares about. It's just something we take for granted. And I I think that, I think that kind of sucks that we do that. I think we should recognize like, what about the people that treat our sewer? How crappy, (laughs) how crappy would it be? Jake. If the people that treated our sewer system decided, I don't feel appreciated. I'm going to stop doing this. Well, our society would go to shit literally it just said decay (laughs) you should see the look he's giving me he's very upset right now well people love their poop emoji but they don't give a shit literally (laughs) about the people that prevent their their house from being infected with disease by treating the sewer how don't we have a i'm sorry let's do a 30 let's do a 30 in their 30s but all of the people spotlighted work for the sewage department let's do that huh Huh? jake i have to talk about the poop emoji for a minute just just for a brief moment my dad thought the poop emoji was pudding (laughs) was a what was pudding Pudding. Yeah, he thought it was chocolate pudding with a smiley face. So did he ever send you something like, let's go get pudding? No, but he just always I he just sent you a text yeah. that said he always I just had the most delicious large cup of pudding I've ever had. No, and you're like, Dad, gross. Sometimes it's just Sometimes instead of a smiley face, he would send me a. And since Jill's laughing too hard, she's she said poop emoji. She mouthed it. (laughs) Your vocal cards aren't working because you're laughing. Jake speaks. (laughs) I'll translate for you because I can read her lips. 
Sometimes her dad would mean to send a smiley face, but would send a poop emoji. Because he thought it was happy. And now she's she's laughing, but no sound is coming from her mouth. It's a really unusual breathe. This isn't this isn't dead air, people. Jill's I feel like there's gonna be a giant explosion at some point of like like all the built up laugh is gonna come out. Each other. This has been usually it's Jake that makes me laugh, but it's the memory. And I remember I finally said, Dad. What and I've never I usually don't call him dad unless I'm like so confused or just I I've always called my dad Dave ever since forever. Ask Jake. Jake's known me for a very long time and I've always called him Dave, Big Wave Dave, just what have you. But he was like, Dad, why in the hell are you sending me poo all the time? <laughs> And he's like, that's not poop, that's pudding. It's very happy pudding. So then he started looking for the embarrassed-faced poop emoji. (laughs) My brother was with us and he goes, wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? (laughs) And then he pointed it out. He's like, yeah, that's shit. (laughs) Precious memories. I know this is what happens in my household in in my family. This is this is the uh, I'm not gonna say my my last name, but yeah. I not to I mean this in in the most positive way, but when the time comes when you need to write an obituary, I think a poo emoji. You need to just with no context, just just put one in there. And it'll be an inside joke. You could put, he loved his family. He I'm loved kidding. He loved his grandchildren. He loved the Utes and poop emoji. <laughs> people, people will be like, it's a weird thing to like. Stepmom would veto that. Now my mother, if she were alive and writing that, she would go for it. She would just Tackle like I just did and be like, done, say less. We're doing that. I want to go back to something I said. Okay, I think I'm there sorry. should be there should be a, an embarrassed faced poop emoji. Who makes emojis? Who can I write to and, and request it? I'm sure Apple has their own. I don't know about Samsung or other Android emojis. I, 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 I don't think the Android in years. I don't know that it needs to replace the happy poo face. I think they can supplement each other, but I feel it's more more suitable. Like blushing. blushing How do you red. write rosy poop. cheeks on a browning emoji, Jake? On a poop emoji. How about a poop emoji where the eyes are looking in two different directions to make sure no one can see them? <laughs> With like a ninja scarf on. Okay, let's change the topic. Moving right along from poo emojis. I'm sorry I brought it up. Well, speaking of poo emojis, another big story in Utah is the 
gondola up Little Cottonwood Canyon. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, so they, and by they, I mean UDOT wants to build a gondola up Little Cottonwood Canyon to help with traffic, and it's not, it's not well-received. Because it's big and ugly and only stops at the ski resorts, not any of the hiking trails along the way. And will be paid for by Utah taxpayers. I don't have an opinion on it. That's just the reason people don't like it. I can see that. But what do you think about it? I think there could be better alternatives. I think they should build a thing that's like when you do go to the drive through at the bank and you put your money in that tube and it just goes, they should put a bunch of people in a, in a bank teller tube that's like human size and just shoot everyone up to Snowbird. Okay. I think it's kind of a silly idea. It's a lot. I mean, I think it'll provide a lot of jobs, but it's also just really, really expensive. So, I mean, I'm I'm mixed on it, but I don't know. To be determined. We'll see if this actually happens. It's only been recommended by UDOT. It hasn't been funded yet, so it's not final. Well, what's up with you, Jelly? Utah. Well, this is Utah asking. Well, thank you for asking me all these questions about myself. Gosh, frick. Hello. How the frick are you? How the frick? How the flip are you? Um, freaking, freaking flipping flick. <laughs> so I got nipples. I got re-nipped. That was exciting. Is there an emoji for that? No, I think you just do parentheses with that little dot still. Remember the boob? Of they could put like a pepperoni with a smiley face on it. Shockingly enough, that's what the tattoos are going to look like or kind of. I have to have areola tattoos still put on. With the smiley face? No, oh, I'm not going to do a smiley face, Jake. That's just stupid. That, what a stupid question. <laughs> one smiley face and one... One frowny. Just, <laughs> just depending on my mood. One, <laughs> one's one if I'm in the mood, one's if I'm not in the mood. One smiley face and one that's winking at you. Hey there, I see you. I see you. You in... <laughs> Never... I can't finish that thought. No, I, so I had to wait for the tissue to heal and I saw my plastic surgeon and he's like, okay, it's time for you to do your tattoos. And I'm like, yep, sure is. So yeah, they do 3D areolas and they do it. They match the pigment, the pigment that they kind of match it to like what your lip color is. 
Well, when I woke up this morning, I was not expecting to have a conversation about 3D areolas. <laughs> well, I'm sure nobody else that listens to this that expecting to hear about it. That'd be a cool band name. We'll add that to our collection. 3D Nips. Next That's up on stage, Ariola. 3D Areolas. So, Jake, do you remember that bar, Shaggies, before it was? Yes. Shaggies? Do you Shaggies. remember uh-huh. Uh-huh. when we went that one time with Kristen, and you and Kristen just kept texting each other Areolas and then tackling? To be clear, we weren't tech. This was before picture texts no. exist. We were just texting the word <laughs> by itself. It's, it's true. A, it's a funny were, word. I was a designated driver, and I just remember those two texting each other, Ariolas. And I'm just like, and they were writing it out, and I'm just like, yeah, this was before predictive text. I think this might have even been old before. Nokia's. Yeah, we had to where the letters were matched up on the number pad, and you like <laughs> you had to type the number three times to get a letter, like one, six, 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 three, three. <laughs> Took a lot of work. And then I would get like two texts one from jake one from kristen and it would be areola areola i'm like oh no what is happening this is like circa 2000 2001 and i'm just oh i don't know memory good times i should send her a message I can see your husband intercepting that one. Kristen, why is Jake texting you Ariola? <laughs> Actually, he knows you. He would think nothing of it. He, yeah. She probably wouldn't even remember. Oh, I, I, I didn't remember that story until time. you just brought it up. That was the same night that you kept going, audio. Our 20s were obnoxious. (laughs) Do you know what still exists? What? Green Street. I like to walk through Trolley Square sometimes when I'm bored at night because I live across the street from it. Back to Green Street now? Or is it still? So you can peek. Green Street, there's nothing there, but they have these um, things paper tarp things over the windows, but there's several spots where there's gaps and you can look in there and it looks exactly the same. Nothing's changed. Remember when it went really. Yeah, it kind of closed for a reason, but it's, it's kind of fun to just peek in the windows and it still looks the same. And I'm like, Oh, I had some memories there. So did I. Didn't say they were good. I just said I had memories there. Mine for the most. That was a place I spent time in. In my youth. I went there a few times with you. Mostly Jake and I went to Porta Caldo. One of those memories will pop up, up but I won't be able to sleep because I'll feel so oh, embarrassed by it. Both. But hey. 
whenever you have, whenever you feel like that jolt of embarrassment over something you did in your past, it's actually a good thing. Because what if you never felt embarrassment? If you never felt embarrassment, there's a good chance you might be a sociopath. But the fact that you feel embarrassment is proof that you grow and you learn and you improve yourself. Usually when I think about my 20s and the embarrassing stuff I did, I feel a wave of embarrassment and then I just start to laugh because it was so stupid. And then I think how incredibly lucky I was that nothing bad happened. Oh, that's true. I I am so grateful about all of the bad things that didn't happen that could have Same here. <laughs> I did go to Lagoon, Jake. Oh. First time since I was 21. Wow. Was it everything you hoped for? And more. I kind of want to go to Lagoon. I haven't been since 1999. That was the last time I went. And it was actually, hey, I hate heights. I had fun. Good. Good, good. Yeah, I went on every high ride should, should we do a episode from lagoon yeah i think next year let's do it doing this year we should go to frightmares no we shouldn't never mind i don't want to spend that money hey speaking of heights can i tell you something i did that i'm proud of yes i hiked half dome in yosemite park in in another state <laughs> Can I name the state? You know, it's funny, like when you're on, like on talk shows, and they have a guest who's on a, who stars on a show that's on a different network. They'll be like, "Yeah, next is so and so who stars on Modern Family on a different network." So on our show, since we're about Utah, we should do the same thing. So I hiked Half Dome, which is in Yosemite National Park, which is in a different state. Mm-hmm. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't go there. Go to. Go to our own national parks. Yo, but anyway, Yosemite. Yosemite, as a particular former president said, we won't we won't name which one, but he one of our presidents actually didn't know what Yosemite was. Called it Yosemite. He, he, no, he said Yosemite. 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 So anyway, Half Dome is a 16, 17-ish mile round trip hike, 4,000 foot elevation gain. And the last 400 feet of it, you have to climb up the sheer granite face of Half Dome, which you have to climb up these cables. And if you slip and fall, you can, you'll just die. That's pretty much it. If you lose grip of the cables, you have a significant chance of just hurtling to your death. So I actually got there. I was a little nervous, but I thought, well, it's probably it's probably like Angel's Landing where it looks worse than it looks worse than it actually is. Mm-hmm. I get to the cables and I'm like, holy crap, this looks way worse than I thought. It was straight up and down. I told my friends, like, this isn't gonna happen. I get vertigo. If I have height issues, I could actually maybe pass out and just lose grip. So it's not worth it. You guys just go ahead. Mm-hmm. So they did. But I was starting to kick myself. I'm like, man, you have to get a lottery to get this thing. Only 20% of people get the lottery. This is in 
another state that I won't mention. It's really far away from here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be upset with myself if I don't do it. So I went to the base of it, checked it out. I thought, oh, actually, maybe it's not as bad as I thought. Screw it. I'm just gonna go. If I slip and die, that's fine. So I did it. I climbed it. And even more remarkable, I came down, which was way scarier. So I'll link a picture of what it looks like to give you an idea. But for someone who does not do heights very well, I was pretty proud of myself. It's really fun. I'm glad that you enjoy hiking. I do not. I'm glad that you were able to do that, though. That Yeah. I was happy for you. Yep. Well, anything else, Jill, Utah, anything else you guys want to talk about? No, but we've got some good things coming up. Yep, we do. We're back in the game for for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Forever. This podcast will never die until we die. We should probably put it in our wills somehow that who takes over Utah AF. If we'll even be calling it that by the 2100 or whatever year it is that we die. You're planning on living a long time. Yeah, they're going to solve death in the next 10 years. Elon Musk doesn't want to die. He's going to solve death. Elon, you know what? I'm not going to say it. So after Elon Musk solves our little Cottonwood Canyon transportation issue, he will solve death. And we will live, well, I don't know if we could afford it, but I'll cut that out. That was shitty. (laughs) It's all good. There's a lot of things that need to be cut out. <laughs> All right. Well, nice catching up with you, Jill, you and the state of Utah. Care. I hope you get a new flag soon that you like. <laughs> Doesn't have a pooping beehive on it. And that it's not red. <laughs> I see enough of those. All right. Yeah, the red pooping beehive. That sounds like a Radiohead song. <laughs> kind of does. Maybe that could be our state song. We'll have a a pooping beehive flag, and the new state song will be sung by Radiohead. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you in a f- few weeks, fam. Or something. Okay. Yeah, something, whatever. Okay, what what have you? All right.